go. Finally found a use for the Outlander box set. Happy Easter, everybody. He is risen. Like bread. He's got a yeast infection. So, the gentlemen are, uh, it's two of us. No or, Steve. No Steve. Okay. Excuse me? What? <laughs> hey. <laughs> we, we milk Steve for, for, he'll be back in like three podcasts, I'm guessing. You think so? Yeah. He, um, he, he was surly. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick put it this way. Steve doesn't like anything anymore. He doesn't. He came over to my house last night, and we were hanging out and playing our, our video game, and I couldn't get him interested in anything that wasn't... A video game. That, that, it wasn't that video game. And it's a baseball game? It's a baseball game, and the funny thing is, is he's grumpy about baseball. <laughs> but he does watch baseball still, right? He still likes he doesn't, the Braves? He doesn't, he doesn't, he like, yeah, he likes, he reads baseball. He reads Twitter about baseball. Gets and, mad about it. And he reads the box scores, but he doesn't actually put the effort to watch the games, because that would cost you money. You said he's playing a lot of video games. Yeah. What? I don't know. I, I know he's, pro- he's probably still playing XCOM. He's probably, I know we, we we play this little baseball game against each other on, over our phones. I don't well, know. Steve, Steve, I guess, Steve, we talked a lot about the extended universe, which he's obsessed with, but what, what cracks me up is Steve always, that's where he, he kind of goes the extra mile where whatever he likes. So if he likes a game, remember he'll get into oh, the like mods. Knights, like Knights of the Old Republic. He cheats on every game. And he he'll, like, mod it or he'll, like, uh, create, like, uh, it'll, he'll, he'll go through different iterations of the character. And then, and then, um, what's the other thing that he liked that he did that too? I don't know. It just it just cracks me up. Like, are you talking about Fred something coder tool that we talked about on the uh, on the podcast? Because he was nice. The old public was his life for a while there. Like he, was, he well, he liked the drag, uh, not Dragon Age, but um, Skyrim. Oblivion. Yeah, Oblivion. Remember, he's. I think he yeah. still plays Oblivion sometimes. Yeah, and, and XCOM. It's funny because I was talking about XCOM because I got him turned on to that. Oh, the phone, his phone. Well, so yeah. so his phone, like he goes nuts, like he'll mod his phone and like put new. Uh, I don't know what do they call that. Like actually, Steve systems, would be. But. Steve would would flourish as the last man on Earth. He would flourish because <laughs> he wouldn't have any obligations. It'd be it'd be it'd be perfect. Well, just, the, here's the thing: it would be perfect. He'd be the last man on Earth. You get like a bird's eye view. You see like this character walking across the earth slowly, and you keep getting and zooming in and zooming in. And then you hear some noise, You're like oh, what's that? And you keep zooming in and zooming in. And it's just Steve complaining. You know, like <laughs> I can't be bothered with this. <laughs> ah, we love him. So we saw Fast Furious Seven. We did. We saw a special. Thursday night show that was actually just came out on Thursday, right? Yeah, so. I mean, had those numbers, and it was the first in the series you've seen. I've never seen any except I've seen a little of the first one. Did you have a problem getting into the rich mythology? <laughs> well, you gave me a little bit of. Uh, you, you said that Han was cool and he was dead, and that was pretty much it. But I guess yeah, I didn't. It didn't. I guess I had a couple questions. Um, also, we should explain where we're recording this. Yeah, we're at another Starbucks. <laughs> Different one. A different Starbucks. Now, are we ever going to do a legit, like, Yeah, but th- there's nothing that's illicit about this. I know Bucho made a comment that it's almost a normal podcast. Uh, these girls need to stop. They don't realize what they're dealing with. Um, but th- to me, there's a, there's a... But I would like to... See, I would like to get... Yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of moving. So I've, I've, I've tidied up the house... And when I move, I'm going to make sure that there's much more dedicated space for this kind of stuff. And all the houses, that's one of the prerequisites. And I mean, what if we, like, if I, I pitch in to help you buy some equipment? That's, that's great. But like the, an audio, we can maybe do like a studio where we can actually set up and do some singing, too, as well. <laughs> I get, like, a headphones. and Like Dan Aykroyd in the We Are The World video. He's, yeah. like, holding his ear. <laughs> I'd love to hold my ear during a podcast. <laughs> Do a little harmony. You take the high. I'll take the high. That's not how, that's not how it works. But So anyway, yeah, so I hadn't seen any. And I guess the questions I had during it were... Um, how did, when do they get gas? Well, it, this one is the first time uh, uh, 
first time director for the series, James, James Wan, Wan, who took over for Justin Lin, right? Who, who actually, Justin Lin made this into the global sensation that it is, right? I mean, before he touched the series, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was huge. The first one cost like 35 and grossed 230 Right. So they're... Even, the second one the was second disappointing, one, though. It, it didn't... No, it still was hugely profitable. And I don't know about Tokyo. The third one, not not so much. But then, but he he really, but he did turn it into like it, this. But it's honestly, I think it was because people Vin Diesel became a bigger star. Mm-hmm. So when he came back to it, he can't he can't make a hit outside of these. Movies. Actually, no, Pitch Black was a hit. The first one, maybe. Not yeah, but the, the rest. But, but the second, but the not he had the done Chronicles of Riddick when, when Fast Four came out. If, if are, we, are we at Medieval Times recording if, um, this? If um, if. Uh, if he didn't have the Fast and Furious movies, he he wouldn't have much. I mean, his movies do not. He's not a huge draw. Uh, Find me guilty. <laughs> he's not a. He's a. He's he is, not a huge draw. But he, they did the they did the fourth movie before he had ruined his. But his not, not, none of his none of his movies are. Boiler Room was a hit. Let's not. We don't have his to go back twenty was, years. I'm Find just me talking guilty. about recently. And this is why I wonder about these movies. Is, is he always such a... I'm not saying he's the best actor in the world, but is he always so earnest no, no, the, in yes. these movies? The, 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 the whole series became a, a very interesting, delicate balance between absolute, overblown love of family and friends and then retarded a- action scenes. Because and, and I don't think one exists well without the other. It has and, to be... You, know, and Paul, you, you don't undersell in these Paul movies. Paul Walker, obviously... Um, you, know, the, you know, obviously... Uh, was a big part of this franchise. He died during production of the movie, and it was a big obstacle for them. But spoiler, he's a huge. I think. I think he's the. He's a lot of fun in the movie, and I don't know if he isn't a lot of fun in the other movies. But he's, he's great. He's great, and so he's such a counterweight to Diesel, who plays everything so horribly See, this straight. Movie, this movie was different for me with Diesel, with Diesel because he felt bloated, and just kind of he looked bloated. I'm just he, saying he that. just seemed he just seemed like he wasn't. Comfortable, and, and there's nobody that can take like his best friend hey, died or something. Yeah, right. But there's, there's no, and they always talk about like the huge fight scene, or they allude to the huge fight scene between the Rock and Vin Diesel. And how, does the Rock just kill him like during it? In the other, in the last, in the two and wherever it, wherever they fought, because the Rock five. is just so much more cut than anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, he's uncomfortable to look at. Yeah, they they just someone just published his diet. Like he he just published his diet. It's like what two million calories a day? It was just so much fucking cod. He eats cod all the time. <laughs> he really? Eats, he eats cod. Well, cod's great. He just keeps eating cod. Cod's better than God. And so that's why I, what I did was because uh, I want to look like him. I, I ate cod for a day. <laughs> I just kind of felt sick in my stomach. Cod's great. They mm-hmm. they do a uh, a baked cod over at the fish market. It's great in um, the last Superman movie. I thought it's such a great joke. So. As I was saying it, I knew that was priceless. No one would ever make it. As the first he, he eats more than cod, pad. I'm sure. He said he ate steak at the end of the day. He has a little chicken. But he's working his ass out all day. He does. He like, pounding quit, the, and he's yeah. probably popping all sorts of pills and grains. They didn't, and, he didn't mention the steroids, but he did He talk about it. Uh, I didn't about, say steroids. He said suppl- supp- supplements. He did mention supplements and lots of protein, fiber, yeah. and whatever. Well, you know, protein I'm powder. protein. Most of the porn I watch is... Um, so that was one thing that struck me was that Diesel seemed like there's a shot in it when he you know Letty is his his wife I guess and she has amnesia Michelle Rodriguez who's beautiful and um, who I always like in movies and she she, Mutant Cat Mutant Cat fucking Mutant Cat she's visiting her no no we have to talk about Mutant Cat no so so no we have to talk about it I have a history of like 30 years with that character Mutant cat? That's what me and Carrie called him. Carrie Steve's wife? Yeah. Okay. A, a gentleman just walked past named Alan, who is he's he's got a mental problems. Like he's I don't know if the I don't know if there's no nice word. But yeah, he, well, you already you call him a name. It's already not nice. Yeah, but uh, well, <laughs> so he uh, I've known him since I since I was in middle school. Because he, he, he used to work at the Kroger. You know, he said hi when he walked by? He, he was talking to himself. He always, he always talks to himself. But he goes to the movies every day. Just If he's not working at Kroger, he's at the movies. That's Mutant Cat. What do you call him, Mutant Cat? I just I called him that one day at the movie theater when I worked at the movie theater, and it stuck. Mm-hmm. So if you say Mutant Cat to anyone from that era, they'll know 
exactly what we're talking about. He's going. He's headed toward the theater, but it looks like he's getting into a car. Right. Nope, there he goes. There's, he's not allowed to drive. Which takes us right back to Fast and Furious 7. Well, that theater's got to be closed that he's heading to, because they don't want to show movies like at 8 and then they close down, right? Well, he's going to find out in about three weeks. Um, Mutant fucking cat. So what was I talking about? Letty is, you think Michelle Rodriguez so anyway, is attractive. No, She's great. No, she. I know I like her in movies, but she she was visiting her gravesite in this, mm-hmm. and Diesel shows up with a sledgehammer to to bust her headstone. Yeah. And so she says, "Don't bust my headstone," and um, because <laughs> she feels dead. And so she leaves, and they just have the shot of Vin Diesel standing there with, standing the there with sledge- a sledgehammer in front of a grave, and it just looks so dumb. It's out of a Marvel comic. No, I think a lot of people would would say that that's what the series is so great because they just embrace the dumb imagery and stuff. And I this get, movie takes it to an extreme. But that was pretty weird. And and the, and and um, and, and bad. But the thing is, another thing I noticed with the just with James Wan, there's a lot of shots of like butts um, and tits. Yes, and is that a staple of the series? Yes. You know what's funny though, because like a bit like MTV like beach party type shots. Yes. Yes. That's a staple. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, part of the appeal. I mean, keep in mind when the first film came out. It was a Point Break ripoff, directed by the measly Rob Cohen. Right. And it, and it was it was I, I, I watched it today silently. I was it's actually those movies are perfect silent movies. Paul Walker with the frosted tips. Yeah, well, yeah. You mean at the end? He just got his hair is like frosted. Yeah, like he had sex, sexy hair. hair. Yeah. Um, like Backstreet hair. But it's funny. It's just like your mind has your mind has like like if you think about Entourage, you thought it was really super stylish, right. but it's really not. No. It's not stylish at all. The fa- the first Fast and Furious is is archaic now, like the, the, what they considered stylish right. and 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 eccentric. Well, the one thing it does have going, but for there it. are there's TNA, and then it, that that's, it's, you know it, you want to see some nice ass. Sure, but it's it's just seemed in this it seemed very like uh, outside of the movie. It's uh, it was gratuitous at the beginning. Yeah, it was like there was like three or four but shots not, of the girl bending over. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, that is it, but that's why I'm asking. Not it. Is that is that a staple of the sh- series? It did. did what I'm asking is, just, did Justin Lin do that more tastefully? Did he cut that stuff in more tastefully, where it felt like part well, of the movie? Well, actually, I think it took her drift. It was really on front and center because there was that whole drift culture with right. the, But the the series got somber with Fast and Furious, the fourth one, and it wasn't. I don't think there was any of that uh, of that stuff. I mean, they're superheroes, right? So they're a yeah. superhero team. Um, and then Fast Five. I mean, no, because what happened was they got more ladies in the cast. Mm-hmm. So I think they downplayed the TNA a little bit because they had these beautiful women in the cast and they were trying to appeal. the gr- girls love these movies so I think they kind of realized that's know. why I was I thought I was surprised to see that a little bit but what another thing that I was like is this some kind of weird joke is that they go to this race at the beginning of the movie Vin Diesel's driving Michelle Rodriguez there and he says he says we made this we're going we're going to the race war he says the race war yeah I'm like is that a joke? <laughs> they actually call it race war. Race wars. Race still. Yeah, and then and then they pull up at a clan rally. It just was like, did they not? Maybe like, did they always call that in the movies yeah. race wars? Yeah. Maybe they could have the little editing. Call it race riot. Who's the guy that writes the scripts? It's one guy. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Chris something. Or it doesn't matter. The guy who wrote the original is the guy that created that show Las Vegas. Well, they they did the. Which Onion, I like. That you know, show. the Onion every once in a while will do the video, the the video uh, pieces that accompany the their site. So they yeah. have like it, it's, it's always that's always uncomfortable to me to watch because I don't think they're as funny as the articles. But they had this article about they interviewed the writer of the Fast and Furious movies, and it was like a six year old kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this movie outdoes like. Bad the action Boys. was outdoes Bad Boys too. I action think. was great uh, in terms of just embracing how ludicrous, no pun intended, it is. Like the the superhuman shit that they do. There's some great stuff. I think there's that's the that's what carries <laughs> the, the part that killed me is how J, the timing of Jason Statham when he shows up. Always, yeah, he always is showing up. He's and, not, and the fact that then they're trying to locate him, which I couldn't. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all you got to do is sit still, and he'll show up. Um, how do you think he fared in the he, movie? I mean, he. he I love that he was there, but I mean, he—you he, could have been anybody. Actually, I liked the guy from Dominic. What's his name? Not Dominic. What's the guy? Uh, Luke, Luke, Luke Evans. Luke Evans. I liked him a lot. Um, I like they—they've they, done a good job of like casting. Like Rick Yoon was the bad guy in the first one. The amazing Cole Hauser was the villain in the second one. 
I don't remember who was the villain in the third. You surprised me in this, and I guess it's not a surprise that people are fans of the fans of the franchise. But Tyrese was great in this. He's good. He's I mean he's their comic relief. Yeah. yeah. They said that in the second one he they he played it kind of badass, but he was so goofy that they're yeah. like that they made. Him I haven't the watched the second one in a long time, but I love that movie. I hope it's it holds up. Yeah. And it's uh, what's his face that directed it? Uh, oh yeah, Singleton. Singleton. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, the, the fact that Cole Hauser's your villain is beautiful, and and it's it's there's no Diesel, there's no. I wonder why Justin Lin left. I mean, he's doing Star Trek, but I wonder why he left because he left before he got that gig. I don't know. I, I think he probably. What more did just he have to say? Yeah, I mean, Fast and actually, Fast Five was perfect, and then Fast Six was a bit of a letdown. And I can just imagine that, and he probably knew Paul Walker was going to die, so he was probably just didn't want to be. I thought Fast, Fast Six wasn't a letdown. People like I don't know. I thought it was a letdown from five. It was okay. Five is the best. Five is the best by far. Although I think seven, seven. I think five, seven, and two are the best. So and the the end of seven was great. The the tribute to Walker was great. Yeah, that was actually yeah. Really and, well. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. It's funny. I went on Twitter last night, and I was just reading like the feed of just people making comments. I wanted to see how people responded to it, and it's. I didn't realize how diverse the audience of that movie is. Like, oh, it's yeah. Because I mean, and and it's and usually like that that series like they offer like a, a something for every taste. They think this one's gonna get to a billion. That's it, how big it probably will. But when, but like the, like, I always assumed that Vin Diesel because he's multifacial would would appeal to the black audience, and then you know like the, the, they had the Asian audience, and they had the, you know. But Paul Walker crossed all those people. There's a lot of people. I, I just surprised well, me because I mean, he's think, he, he's kind of bland and, and that's what I've always liked but about I think him. that people bland white <laughs> I think he's a super likable presence in movies and apparently a really nice guy in real life and people just you know it's just you know tragedy people respond to that but then they want to go see his last performance that's a big selling point they did a great job it, um, it's yeah, yeah it, you don't even and and, and he must have filmed a lot of it before he died. That's well, what, you could tell what they didn't film. Yeah, I would actually yeah. like somebody to put an article out of all the stuff that wasn't him, because yeah. I bet you it's more than we think. Because there was a couple of shots where, it well, didn't they apparently they CGI'd his face on to, you know, stuff like that. and they got his brother who looks a lot like both him. of his brothers. Yeah, yeah, and then another third guy. They should have gotten the Winklevi to do it. That would have been great. <laughs> they always should get the Winklevi to do anything. Well, I also Mutant saw, cat. I also saw it follows. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't see it. I saw. I didn't see. I didn't see the last like ten minutes. You said you missed. You stopped it about halfway through. No, I told you. I, it, but then you told me you kept telling me scenes that I remembered, so I stayed longer than. How, I thought. how did you not love it? It's pretty. I great. liked it. It was fine. Yeah, it's pretty great. It was fine. It's lots of weirdness. I mean, it's like if that's a creepy movie, that's the thing. Is that there's it's, not a whole I, lot. I think of it's I, I don't, eerie movies. I don't anymore. know if it's creepy. I just think it's, it's it's eerie. It's really eerie. The guy, the bad guy's super eerie. The baddie. Is an eerie dude, usually naked, and is, at least in some state of undress. The baddie kind of hops around to different uh, weirdies, and uh, <laughs> but uh, it's the girl from the the star of it's the girl from the guest, which is a movie that I didn't like as much as this. Um, it makes me very happy. But she's good. She was she was good. And it's it, fine. It's fine. That and Babadook to me are, the, are two movies that were fine. They were good. They were good. They're definitely um, it, they're both but, good. But yeah. I think it's. If it wasn't for the fact that most horror is so bad, that well, they would stick out. These movies played at festivals where horror wasn't um, is never the focus. So when a horror movie hits and there's such a you know there's such a rush associated with good horror films, it really gets to the audience. And so that that audience is like, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Well, fucking or, festival reviews are so you can't trust you them. Can't, yeah. And, and 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 my brethren, man, it's like they 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 they're they're just so hungry for a soundbite or to get on a poster or something like that. It's just sing it. You, you just never know. You never know. What, Speaking of a soundbite, I think if I was ever in advertising, I got the perfect for FedEx. What's that? Perfect for FedEx. Fed up, FedEx. Nice. Pretty good, right? Yeah. And then you have to kind of go a little further. And then you, like and your and your logo is the nurse. Giving Charles Xavier his lunch. <laughs> you think they could get the rights? Yeah, absolutely. To nurses? <laughs> um, fed up? Like, you could have a picture of the post office. Fed up with yeah. FedEx? Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'm not in advertising, but that, to me, that sounds like a campaign. And you don't watch Mad Men? I don't know how you don't watch Mad Men. I don't watch it. You watch Walking Dead and you don't watch Mad Men. Why do you keep saying I watch Walking Dead like it's a bad thing if everybody watches Walking Dead but you? No, it's, it's just... Yes, it's, actually. It's a litmus test. Steve doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Wait, it's a, wait, it's it, a litmus it's, it's test. A, it's, it's not a litmus test. It's populist test. shit that somehow people... like the. It's just its continued existence has just seeped into people it's to where they feel like it's a terrible show. I mean, it's just... It's 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 okay show. It's not great shows, but I... I like a show that's about You know what pisses zombies? me off even more? I saw a clip from Comic-Con of the Andrew Lincoln at a panel, and he was charming. Yeah. And then you watch the show, and it makes me want... He went, well, it makes that's me the want them to that, cancel that's acting. That's my, my the, biggest complaint. The profession of acting needs to be canceled. My biggest complaint is that it's a humorless show, and it, it shouldn't be humorless. So I wish that they would have a little bit more fun on that show, but... They take everything so fucking seriously. It's the guy. It's, um... Kirkman? Kirkman. He's it's, dog shit. Kirkman is... He... For some reason, he's... He's been able to stay near his creation, pussy. and and like what another thing that bothers me about Kirkman is they always interview him, and they ask him about the show, and he always acts like he's protecting like this incredible secret. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he I can't, can't write. He's like, he doesn't want anybody to know. <laughs> I can't reveal it. I can't tell you. They're like, well, who's what? Are the bad guys like the bad guys that you introduced in the season finale? The two bad guys are they going to play a big part in the next season? And he'll be like. You know, I can't tell you, but it, what I you should figured do is it out. pay attention. And I'm always like, why are you fucking agreeing to be interviewed? You never say anything. He's like, I'm only going to ask answer questions about stuff that's not The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of other properties. I mean, he's got another show coming out. Like, God damn it. Not, not the other Walking Dead show. That's another show of his. But he actually has another show that's like about Zombies? exorcists. Of course. Yeah. And he's just like, that's the thing. What I Fed up? Fed exorcists. <laughs> <laughs> what what I think is kind of you know what bothers me at the core about that show but besides its humorlessness is that it's so it's so much of a fucking ripoff of George A. Romero stuff and they don't credit them no, ever not. It's it really totally not. is no, every, you could just say every zombie movie is a ripoff no no I don't, I don't agree with that this is specifically is and it is it is not as smart and is not as no. It's funny. It's the Twilight to George Romero, though. I mean, it's so. It's so. There's no Kirkman's whole like modus operandi to start the show, the comic at least, was he was like, what if a, his, what if a George A. Romero movie never ended? That's what that's what his thing is. But he doesn't. But you have to have quality and and savvy to know how to, what makes George Romero stuff work. He what the he's show the, works, man. It's no, huge. his it's it's a fucking soap opera with with what living show dead. Is it? What show isn't a soap opera? Top Gear. It's fucking behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's not. Those guys are done, huh? For All now. of them for now. I mean, for now. Well, they're doing they're they're doing uh, three live shows as Clarkson, Hammond, Mays live. They're not using the Top Gear brand. They're going to come back. It's funny. We were at the shop today, and the BBC was on, and for four straight hours, it was just Top Gear. That's how important that brand is to that network. They need to swallow. Swallow their pride. I don't they care. Have. They swallow their pride many times in that guy. They, yeah, they finally he, lost it. The thing is, he punched the guy. Who gives a fuck? He, Nick, Johnny wasn't. Cash gets worshipped because of his bad boy tactics. Yet, but this guy, but this James, guy, ha- I mean, uh, but Clark. But that's the thing. It, that wasn't the first thing. That, no, that he's he has a history. That's why they let. We him We want him. That's what we love about him. That he like, punches a caterer, or he, a producer, his, his producer. You love him. That you love that about him. That he punches no, somebody he's, over he's, catering. He, he's a, a do big love. dumb animal. But, you know, sometimes you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. Like, Johnny Cash, everybody worships that fucking guy, and he was an absolute asshole and hurt people and was a, a brute and a thug, and they, that was part of his charm. And Did he, he get he, fired off Top Gear? He died. No, it's just... He died. He didn't have a show. He had to marry Reese Witherspoon, which is worse than dying. But he, um... I saw the... I watched part of the Lifetime movie with uh, Jewel playing uh, his wife and uh, the guy Matt Ross playing Johnny Cash. Yeah, from, from Silicon. Silicon, yeah. Matt Ross. First match on the podcast for Matt Ross. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Matty Ross, he's been around for a while. He, he has. He was on He's uh, always that Big guy. Love. He's I on Big Love. In, I think he was in The Aviator. He's a bad dude on Big Love. He's in The Aviator. He, he always pops up. Big Glove? <laughs> Is that the porn version? <laughs> well, Paxty. Paxty's a busy guy lately, Paxton. He's in everything. So, okay, what do you think of Kurt Russell in Fast 7? 
I mean, I love seeing him and stuff. He's yeah. fun. He's pretty fun at it, actually. He 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 totally was camping it up, which or like, uh, yeah, he really was chewing scenery left and right. Who yeah. do you act against, Diesel? That's the most awkward product placement I've seen. Oh, the, the fucking Corona. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. That was the worst. I mean that. <laughs> So Kurt Russell's talking. He has this whole thread about Belgian beer, and he's he brings Vin Diesel into his government like super warehouse to 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 ask Diesel there, to everybody that's listening to this has shit. already seen the movie. Yeah, probably right. So then he still so basically it's, there's a whole thread of Kurt Russell loves craft beers apparently, and and Diesel he tries to talk Diesel into having a glass, and Diesel like. Oh, they drink Corona, and then immediately he, he pulls a pulls chilled a bucket, a chilled bucket of Corona out of Corona. And I mean, no one cool, as cool as those characters are supposed to be, they're not drinking fucking Corona. I lo- and, and I love watching Vin Diesel with beer in movies. He holds it like it's a foreign fucking object, and then he does a pull on it, like where he's covering up his mouth, like it's like the. I think this is how it's supposed to happen. <laughs> You don't think he's a beer drinker? I, he may be, but he drinks shitty. Like, he doesn't... It looks wrong. It, does, it's like when you hand... It's like the fucking gods must be crazy or something. He does seem like... Yeah, he does seem like he has a little bit of but, trouble with that. But the thing is, is if you... He... His cameo at the end of Fast 3, like, made people come everywhere. And he was the he was the star of these movies. And they found well, the a way... First. To, the first one, and, the, and when he came back, it was yeah. like a ray of sunshine. Well, that when they tested his... Because he was, he always was like, "I'm not coming back for." Sequels. Well, he's like, "I'm." He's like, "Sorry, guys, I got, I got triple X." Because that's where they went. Him and Ja Rule and fucking yeah. Rob Cohen. Like, we're out of here. We, we're going to move on to bigger and better things. He's coming back to triple X. You know that, right? They're, they're making another triple X movie with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> fucking triple X for real? Z- was it Xavier? What? I don't fucking Xavier Xavier Kane awful movie what is it I don't know don't look it up and then and then Ice Cube did the sequel his name should be like Xavier it's not it's not it's like Xavier yeah but it's Cage I think it might be Xavier Cage yeah Xavier Cage Triple X and then yeah Ice Cube was in the so they're gonna have to bring Ice Cube back Triple X State of the Union yeah I saw that at your house we watched it when you fell asleep I got mad because you wanted to watch it and you immediately fell asleep. I, I sure I wanted to watch and it I for the asleep. for the right reasons, because it was it wasn't to like it. We oh, what was it about San Andreas trailer though? Oh hell yeah! So they they played a ton of trailers before Furious Seven, and one of them was San San Andreas, which uh, the Rock uh, rescues a Carla Gugino I would, on top of a skyscraper. I would risk my life to save her too. Of course, he. Uh, <laughs> He he pinpoints the hottest one in cinema <laughs> and rescues her multiple times. Apparently, um, who else is in that movie? Oh, what's Paul her face? Giamatti? Giamatti's in it. He's in that in the NWA movie. Yeah, which but, is uh, great. The girl from True Detective. She's in it. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, Daddario. And, and uh, Texas Chainsaw. The beginning. She's just, she's so fucking hot. She is. She's young. She's young. Yes. Yeah, she was in the... But um, it's okay. I mean, it's fine. She was in the... Um, what's the... You know, she got her start in... I never saw these movies, but she got her start in the the Harry Potter riff movies. Like, not they're not Harry Potter, but they're like Harry Potter. What's the one where Pierce Brosnan played a centaur? Yeah, Percy and the, Jackson and the Olympians? It's the one where he played a centaur, yes. No, he that. played Poseidon or some shit. He played a centaur. Le- go- <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, that's... <laughs> You think he plays a, a fucking half horse? <laughs> Piers how did you, how did he how did he fucking is he how did he bone up for that? Piers Brosnan centaur. I, I hope they give me a picture from the movie. I and thought he just, was like, like one of the like one of the Greek gods or something in that. It's not auto filling, so I might be wrong. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Perfect. Fuck off. The <laughs> picture I'm pulling up is he's waving. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan as a If someone, some internet person did a picture, that picture and put it's not bestiality if you make love with the top half. Jesus. It's very funny, internet. 
Internet, you're very funny. Here's, here's. <laughs> Save that picture. That's to be on the short show Instagram. <laughs> oh. Pierce Brosnan. What, what won't he Is do? Is that a shot from the Matador? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she was in those movies. Like, because I, I looked her up because she was. Uh, when she was on True Detective, because I think she, I thought she was beautiful, and I was like, "What else has she been in?" She's in the Texas Chainsaw at the beginning, lead actress in that. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Was that? Yeah, I did see. She it. inherited the house. I reviewed that movie. Which oh, I didn't see most. I, I saw half of it, and then um, that that was the smartest thing True Detective could have ever done was get her naked in like the first or second episode. Gave her nothing to do. Oh yeah, but get naked, and then yes. um, she was in those movies. She's yeah, I'm sure she's going to be in a lot of stuff. Like she's. Beautiful. So what? Okay, as a as a newcomer to the Furious series, did you have a fun time? I liked it. Yeah. What was the most ridiculous part? The <laughs> great sledgehammer in front of the headstone for me, but the ridiculous action. I mean, obviously the, the the they had that great sequence when they dropped out of the plane. The whole sequence was great, and then um, done uh, better in Terminal Velocity. Well, what? Yeah, that is a great scene in Terminal Velocity yep. for sure. <clears throat> And that's uh, our favorite. I love that movie. What's the... Um, Tui? Tui, right? He wrote it or he directed it, too? I think he did both. And then... Um, um, I love the, the building. Yeah, obviously, that whole scene when they're... Yeah. That's they did, great. <clears throat> Ronda Rousey was pointless. They had Gina Carano in the previous one. Previous one. She was good? She was all right. She's Gina Carano. Ronda Rousey was great, pretty good in Expendables, I thought. Yep. Yeah, she wasn't as well used here. Somebody on Chud's message board was making fun of how she looked, like she was fat. She's huge. She's big. She's not. She's a fruit. She's, she, yeah, she's. That's her. She's not fat at all. What are you talking about? Fat. She's just very. Well, you should muscular. say that to her face. Yeah, good chance. She's she's good. Um, we uh. Here's Brosnan as a centaur. What else did we see? Well, we're about to see the Kingsman, just to keep everybody current. Well, I haven't seen it, but you have, and you're excited. About I love it. it. Where are we seeing it? What uh, theater? <clears throat> One of them. <laughs> By you or over here? Uh, I think right here. That's okay. I'll look it up. Um, You'll be distracted. It'll be disappointing. Beep. <clears throat> so what else is going on? Uh. Oh, I saw a couple more movies. And and I, and I wanted to talk about Saul, but yeah, what what movies have you seen? So I, I saw a million ways to die in the West. Did you didn't see the whole thing? I did. I watched the rest. Oh. I did think it fizzled out. It's not as funny at, at the end, but it's there's some funny stuff. Still. It's not. It doesn't deserve the hate. It's, it, it's fine. I don't. I'm trying to figure out as I watched it why people hated it so much. It's him. They just have. They it. don't like him. Yeah. yeah. It's just like Tom Cruise. Like Seth MacFarlane. People, their baggage. It helps him. I mean, he's a, a billionaire because of people. The people. Man, that I don't do think he was support. that bad in it. I mean, he plays. He kind of. I he, like his because he's just he's just like making commenting on what's right. happening mostly. Which is he's fine. like a talk show host in that movie. That's what that's what he reminded me of throughout the whole. He felt like he's like a talk show host in a movie, <laughs> but um, but he's. I thought it was pretty. You could funny. have said he's commenting on everything. You could like, have agreed with me. Oh, totally. But he, you know, I thought Charlize was fun in that movie. He was good. Neeson was good. You know, I thought Neil the, Patrick Harris. He was funny, but the the wasted part was the whole Sarah Sarah, Sarah Silverman and the Giovanni Ribisi side story. I thought that was kind of a waste. But it has some funny it's stuff. It's not awful. It's definitely not awful. What's what's the other movie? Spring, which is actually really good. <laughs> that's the that's the um, that's the one with James Franco with the teeth. No? Spring is... Oh, I saw the interview, too. We yeah. don't need to talk about that. It's not so good. But um, Franco's kind of fun in it, I thought. He gives it his all. Spring is a movie that I don't, most people maybe not have heard, haven't heard of it, but it's a horror film that came out VOD. It stars... Uh, Pucci! Lou, <laughs> Lou Taylor Pucci. It's kind of like a horror movie, horror Art version film? of, of like Before Sunrise, sort of. It's kind of like, like, like a horror version of The Walking Dead. But it just plays... It's about a guy who meets a girl in Italy and... Uh, Tentacles. Uh, he, or, like, some shit. He, they, he really hits, they really hit it off, and then she... Yeah, she turns out to be a monster that's actually trying to figure out how to not be a monster, I think, or at least how to suppress her her monstrous uh, transformations. And um, is that, it's, is it's that a love what she story. calls them? It's a love story. I mean, it's... How, it's, how, are there, it's really are there, well done, really low budget. Is there really special well effects? Yeah. Is there any monster shit? It's a lot of creature effects that are... I don't think... I mean, I'm sure there was some, there's some CGI, but it seemed like a lot of practical. Um, 
definitely some cool makeup. Uh, and she was good. She was a she was really good as the. Actor. Was she as good as Slice? Splice. Splice. <laughs> is that what the creature is called? Splice. No, it was called like Sill or something like that, or Susie. Oh, fuck. That Sill is a uh, species. Species. Yeah. But it had a name like like Donna or something. Brumhilda. Um, but yeah, that's a, that Spring is a movie. That's the movie out of all the movies I just mentioned. I would recommend. It's a really fun movie. Those guys did another movie. It's, I think they're brothers, or they're not brothers, but friends. I don't know. They're directing duo, I believe. They did a movie called like Revelations or something. I, that's not the right uh, word. It's not the right title, but it's um, it's on Netflix and it's a really strange like kind of out of time movie. It's good. You need to watch Predestination. I'd like to see it. Yeah, yeah. I don't you, know how you, you haven't watched that. You end up liking it, huh? I did like it. I mean, it's, I, I still like um, Daybreakers more. Yeah. But I like it. It's a smart little movie. How's the actress on She's it? awesome. She's really good? Pukey. Lou Taylor Pucci from Thumbsucker. The Evil Dead remake. What movie were you saying? Kingsman? Kingsman? The Secret Service. Kingsman? Yeah. I think it's playing right here behind me. But that place closes, right? It's Kingsman. Get showtimes. Get tickets and showtimes, listeners. Let's see what's when it's playing. While, while he's... Fingering his phone. North Point Mall, Mall 12? That must be it then. The it's playing at 1.20 p.m. No, no, this is at 10.45. 10.35? Yeah. What, 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 where was that? What, what theater? That was the AMC Avenue. No, no, there, go up. Isn't it? Lo- Jesus, don't you have location oh, services Manso on this goddamn crossing. phone? That's it right there, babyface. What time is it now? 10.02. So perfect. Calm down a little bit. Fine. Finally, we'll see you on the. In so the you want to talk Saul? You want to talk well, about Berkhoff? I mean, I, <clears throat> you you agree? I mean, you already agree with me about it, but we were talking we were talking about this. Who doesn't, uh, who doesn't agree? It's amazing. No, because like there's this whole there's this whole line of thinking that people are just anxious to see Jesse or Walt or even Gus come on to Better Call Saul, and it may happen at some point. But the more I've thought about it, the one character who would be the most amazing and the most apt and the smartest to include would be Robert Forster's character, the, right. dis- the disappearer. Because, first of all, he's available. Right. Secondly, there's the, the world is their oyster in telling his story because there's no story yet. And I think him and Mike Ehrmantraut together would be a super compelling... Well, Saul mentions him a lot. Not, before, in the, not on the show. On Only, Breaking Bad, he mentioned him a couple times before he actually came onto the right. show. Right. He said, Robert Forster... He says in, he's in uh, Jackie Brown. But he, but that's the thing that's kind of neat is like, didn't they kind of allude to the fact that he might be the guy from Jackie Brown? Didn't they kind of allude to that? They said that in uh, on the podcast, I think. The, 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 the writers and stuff? I thought so. Maybe that's where I heard of it. Heard of it. But um, they, they are, and the, I read something about the finale, nothing that's really spoilers, but they are doing, they are bringing, making a connection to Breaking Bad in this, in this in the finale like there's like a big connection that they're really? in so I, yeah there's something like this like that maybe a character or something so I don't know what would you okay it wouldn't be it wouldn't be uh, Walter Jesse or anything but the way they said it, it makes me think that maybe they could bring someone like Forrester in or Kubi <sighs> who? Kubi Bill Burr right who? really? Because originally it, it, there was a part of me that immediately wanted to feel the connection. Now I don't care. I just want it wasn't. But it's not. They're not saying it's a connection to the story. It's a connection to the world a little bit. It's like something that they that they are excited to like to to bring back into the fold. And that's what's kind of cool is Saul's do, did that a little bit. This show's done that a very little bit. Um, obviously, the histories of the characters too. But it's. But it's it felt it feels like its own show. There's one thing that kind of there's, there's one thing that. It's a stretch. You're wrong. No, I mean, like, knowing the story, how it's gone... Right. He would have left Albuquerque. Who? Jimmy McGill. Like, his relationship with his brother is souring. He doesn't... Why would he leave? He'd be super... He'd be because he, he's he's not... It's not his home. Like, he comes to Albuquerque from another place anyway. It's, it's, a, it's a contrivance to have... Um, I don't think so. To they, keep him there. No, you have to I, see how it plays out. I know, but right now that's the only thing is like in reality if he really wanted to the thing distance that bothers himself me, from isn't the isn't Mike's isn't Mike's uh 
granddaughter. Was she kind of like the same age on this show that she was in Breaking Bad? That's one thing that bothers me. Maybe. I'm sure they'll explain it. Like she's got some sort of sp- yeah. she's splice or something. Because this is supposed to be taken six six years beforehand, right? I think six or more. So, so good. Seems like maybe the connection like will be he'll take a Wayfarer flight somewhere, and that'll be the connection. What's that? That's the plane that crashed. Wayfarer. Maybe the Langoliers will show up. Oh, don't get me excited. <laughs> Langoliers. <laughs> mentioned Matt Ross and now we've mentioned the Langoliers did you ever see the TV movie the Langoliers it's the only movie they made of it <laughs> well I'm it's just... not like they did hey this was so good let's revisit it <laughs> do you know that uh, you ever the effects to were phenomenal <laughs> it's the best it, was, it made Sound of Thunder let's try to remember blush. who's in the Langoliers Bronson Pinchot Dean Stockwell <laughs> of course <laughs> fucking no uh, is, is uh, who was in it that's enough there's someone. There's a couple of other. People I don't think Ferrer's in that one. Are you sure he's not? I think he is in it, Miguel. He's already in the stand and the night flyer. He might be in it. Hmm. I don't think you're. I think you might be right. He was in it. Anyway, Tribe Called Quest. You ever listen to them? Great band. I, I in the past, yeah. They name dropped the Langoliers in one of their songs. <laughs> is that why they're obscure now? Like Stephen King's Langoliers. I'll make sure to put Langoliers in the search criteria on our podcast to get us rocket, up. rocketing up the charts. I'm going to look it up. I got two guys right. That's I mean, that's a fucking accomplishment. How is... um? Here's what here's what it's going to say. Starring Dean Stockwell, Bronson Pinchot, and the Langoliers. I'm going to do an Im- image search for it first. The fucking Pac-Man with ha- hair? Spell it for me. <laughs> It'll probably keep autocorrecting to Lagent Camp because of your, reti- your repeated searches for... <laughs> Langoliers image search so far. <laughs> Blank. Oh, here we go. <gasps> we'll put this up. Maybe we'll also they're put not, this on the Chud Show. Yeah, they're good. Good looking. Good look. That's Bronson Pinchot right there, by the way. <laughs> he gets destroyed. Pac Man with hair? <laughs> I'm just jumping to a conclusion. Oh, that's a funny. It's hard that, to believe that's not his best book. It's a short story, right? Is that directed by uh, Justin Lin? No. Is that his first? No. Langoliers. I think I don't think it was a Mick Garris one either. I think they it was eat, like a Craig eat, Baxley they eat or something. Time. Yeah. It's two hours you won't get back. Is that Pinchot? Pinchot? Wait, which one? The one in the Why suit? Why does it keep doing that? <laughs> it's about the one in the suit? Is that Pinchot? Or is it the giant gaping mouth? That so, was, it was low budget. Yeah, he, I wouldn't be surprised if Craig R. Baxley directed that. But I, don't, I, I think don't it's think time he, for like the you know how they're doing they're doing all these uh, movies with um, mistakes, or they they make a TV show out of a movie like they're they're gonna make you know they did Twelve Monkeys they did Fargo they're doing something they're doing like Let the Right One In the TV show that's, that'll be interesting. They should do Langoliers. <laughs> no, David Morse is in it. Oh hell yeah. Plays a pilot, the Langoliers. He's probably the star of it, actually. Don't. Who else? I'll go through. I want to know who directed it. Three stars on um, 1995. Three stars on. So IMDb. Dean Stockwell, David Morrison, Bronson. Those are the three stars in the movie. Bronson Pinchot is for sure in it. And Dean Stockwell is definitely in it. Trisha Wedig, Blue Eyes, David Morris, Dean Stockwell. You're right. How, what did Dean? Who did Dean Stockwell play? He's a, a character. In it, businessman or something. Pretty good shit. guess. Dies. Sure. Um, I'm sure, he dies. Mark Lindsay Chapman. Oh God, that's Who? that guy from uh, the other guy from the uh, TV show, right? Frankie Faison. Isn't he's isn't he the other guy from Perfect Strangers? No, that's no. Mark something though. Yeah. Who, who did you just say? Oh, did you just suggest that the Langoliers might be a Perfect Strangers reunion? <laughs> yes. Mark Lynn Baker. That's okay, his name. yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot his name. Christopher Collette, Kimber Kimber Riddle. Christopher Collette. Yeah, who's that? He was the, he was on in a in a in a, uh, Firstborn. I think. I think it was in. Can you please? This fucking thing. Play, was, wait, please click on his name and tell me he was in Firstborn. He was uh, as Corey Fel- Corey Haim's older brother. Please click on his name and tell me he was in Firstborn. He's forty-seven. Please. Just calm down. 
He, this was a two, just scroll. This is, this is a two-parter, by the way. Just this, scroll. So what was it? Firstborn. One word. What, what year? Yes, he's in. Firstborn. Fuck yes. <laughs> and he's in Sleepaway Camp, Manhattan Project. Firstborn was one of my. Yeah, that's right. One, uh, Firstborn was one of my favorite movies when I was like. Is that the one eleven? First PG thirteen movies. No, but I think Peter Weller was in it too. They're like two brothers that are like he has to stick up for his Feldman. Or for you look at it too. I'm on the IMDb rabbit hole right now. Look up Firstborn. And, and we'll get back to the Langoliers, guys. Don't worry. Let's look, let's look at the Firstborn cast first, though. Okay. I think Peter Weller was in it. You want to bet money on this? No. Yes, no. All right. So, Peter Weller was in it. <laughs> yes. Terry Gar. Firstborn. I loved that movie. I bought the fucking VHS of that movie when I was a kid. Okay. Now, let's see if you can do that. Let's, let's see if you can top yourself. I'm going to get... I'm going to start reading this cast list. See if you can give me another obscure. Okay. What do you mean? If you can, I'll bring someone up and you go like Chris Garten. You go Chris Garten. He was in <laughs> Double Haze. And I'll look at Double Haze. We'll do the same thing. Okay. So Terry Gar, Lover, like Peter Weller, huh? Christopher Colette, Third Build, Corey Haim, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sex, Sex so and the City, back then, Robert Downey Jr. in Great. Firstborn, yeah, Chris Garten. That's your first chance. No. Don't know. James Harper. Nope. Richard Brandon. I uh, know. Gail Harbour, Ellen Barber. Ellen Barber? Ellen Barber. Wait. Da- no, David Harbour. Ellen Barber. I'm thinking of da- David Harbour, who Richard, I love. Richard E. Salasa. Oh, great. S-Z-L-A-S-A. Great. Beverly May, Brian Lima, or Lima. J.D. Roth. J.D. Roth is a picture. Oh, you fucked. So we can only go... So far before you lose. Well, it. I thought you were, see what I thought you were doing is I thought you were on a different movie and you were going to the cast and I had to. I'm going to the cast of Firstborn. <laughs> you got to give me another layer. So I give you, you 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 know I'm not done. I can keep reading. Larry Atlas is in this. Nope. Plays the stranger. VB Borge. Nope. Sarah Inglis. Inglis. Uh, Christopher Russo. Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton is a known. Yeah, he's actor. A, he's an actor now. He's good. He was in that. Dark Frank, Skies. Frank Friara, Ferrara. He played the driver of a car. Ned Eisenberg. I don't know. Thomas Daggett. None of this. None of these folks. No, sorry. Let's get back to Langoliers. <laughs> God. All right. So, <clears throat> so Christopher Collette was one of the Langoliers, or one of the people. I don't, yeah, he wasn't one of the Langoliers. So good. we got a. Uh, did I say Frankie Faison? Yeah, star of the Banshee. Bronson Pish, Kimberly, Kate Maberly, who's still young, so she must have been a kid when she made... Tom Holland. The uh, the makeup guy? I don't know. He played Harker. David Forster, Chris Hendry. Nah. Stephen King is in it, actually. Good for him. It's a dog shit movie. I'd like to see it again. Because the effects were terrible at the time. The concept is dumb. Yeah. Well, there's the the plane goes back to travels back into like a time or an alternate dimension, like, and it's getting eaten up by the Langoliers. Like they. Okay. They, Do you know who David Harbor is the actor? No. He's he's kind of everywhere now. He I think he's on home. Was he on Homeland? I think it was on Homeland this last year. Was he in Gr- the Grudge? I don't know the Harbor Grudge. Grudge? Harbor and Grudge. I don't know what you're talking Harbor about. Harbor Grudge. He's on Newsroom too. David Harbor. Yeah. He's a great actor. He's been around forever. He was actually, yeah, he's he's great. You didn't get it. Don't you didn't you couldn't pill pill anybody from Firstborn. I fucking don't try to you bring someone else. A movie I haven't thought of since before fucking DVD, and I remember the lead actors who you did great. No, you went you, you did perfect. You did Christopher Collette. You, then you did um in Firstborn. Like what we got? I got I got Weller and and Haim. That's amazing. You did great, but then you just. Well, you lost I mean, it. And don't, so don't try to bring up some obscure and start like... No, David Harbour's not obscure. You look at his picture and you're like, I love this guy. David Harbour? It's, it's H-A-R-B-O-U-R. Oh. Harbour. But he's he's like one of my favorite character actors now. Really? Yeah. And he's great on the newsroom and he's great on... He was great on Homeland. If, it, if that's a show I remember him from this year. Yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. totally remember him. I like how you're trying to like save face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like... Uh... He kind of looks like that guy that that's in Anchorman. Uh, that might be him. Australian guy. I don't know what you're talking is about. He, is David Harbour in um, The Green Hornet? Is that that guy? I don't remember Green Hornet. Why don't you click on his fucking name? 
do make yourself useful. He's a baddie in the Green Hornet, I think. That's who. No, that was Christoph Waltz. No, but he also was the. He was like the. Uh, I hope so. The other baddie. Am I wrong? You're probably right. He's great. Looks like I'm not right. Yeah, I'm right. He played Scanlan. God, he's had a lot of credits since. He's then. been around forever. He was only forty. He's younger than us. He's a good actor. Started out first first born movie was in Kinsey. Or first yeah, movie was Kinsey. That's pretty good. It's a good movie. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, he is that's his like third movie. So he hasn't been around that War of the Worlds? Played Dock Worker. <laughs> Harbor I get Harbor. Played Awake. Played, Har- Harbor. Played Dracula in a movie called Awake. Sounds like it's a great movie. State of Play, which is a movie you like. I love that movie. Holy shit, Awake. You know who, he played Dracula and you know who's in Awake? Chris. Jessica Alba and Hayden Christensen. Oh, fuck it. That's, holy shit, he, Awake is a movie where like Hayden Christensen is like in an induced coma. Like he's getting operated on but he's awake. He's having surgery. And they're about to operate on him and he's like... Oh, if, there's a he, Stephen King story like but that, But he's like, right? he's like, they're going to operate me. I'm going to be able to feel everything but he, he can't say anything and it's like That's, this whole thing wait a minute click on the right how the fuck is who wrote that who wrote that who's who's how is he but how is he playing Dracula okay (laughs) (laughs) that's not a horror I mean it's a horror film but it's oh shit Dracula's operating on play Dracula (laughs) oh well it's it's written by and directed by Joby Harold okay no because didn't Stephen King write a book about a guy who's like on an operating table awake I'm sure but he also wrote a a story about his um penis (laughs) Uh, a guy, like, a guy like, in a desert island that starts to eat himself. A survivor type. I, I yeah. tried to write a screenplay of that. Yeah. Ate his foot, remember? Just like Ladyfingers. Just like Ladyfingers. That's how the last words in the story. Because he's like, he's a coke. He's got all the cocaine. Oh, he wrote Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knights of the, and that King was on some serious cocaine. His best he, writing. He wrote, guy, he wrote Guy Ritchie's new movie. But I'm sure Guy Ritchie rewrote David it. Harbour? <laughs> Joby. Oh, and he produced Edge of Tomorrow. I like this guy. Untitled I Am Legend Reboot. God, that's a, that's a story. That I have an idea for a ever title. Got, they never got that story right. Ever. It's a great book. It should. You know what it should be? They should really throw a curveball. It should be like one of those Lifetime movies about a cat. And it's called I Am's Legend. <laughs> you know what they should do? A little pet food joke for everybody. After all these attempts, I have an idea. Make the fucking book. They never make the book. They always you just change sound, it. You just sounded like Chris D'Elia when you said that. Did I? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Guy that takes his shirt off, shirt off all the time, selfies. Yeah, he's he's funny though. You like him? He he's cocky, but I think it's part of his thing. Actually, he, I know it's part of his thing because if you listen to him on WTF, he's like really self-effacing and insecure. He is funny. I mean, he makes but, me, he's great on workaholics. You ever see him no, on workaholics? But the vine, his vines, some of his vines kill me. The real, I showed you that real life, real life, and real life when he's driving past the car, truck fire. But the best is like when he's during the during the World Cup. He was ripping it. And it was so fucking great. He got in hot water for something. Taking his shirt off. Some mean, some tweet maybe about yeah, sex, about sexism, something to do with sexism. He didn't support it. I can't remember what he did. He said something pretty mean. But yeah. he is funny. Like he, he. Uh, his ten he, minute podcast. Oh, his Van Damme impersonations are yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Him and who's the who are the other people that the three of them. Yeah, it's uh, it's my boy Will Sasso and well, then, he do, who's he do Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and, he, and so he, he does, does a lot of Schwarzenegger. The John Claude Van Damme is impersonations are the best. <laughs> and then uh, the other guy, um, the muscular guy, the little Middle Eastern guy. What's his fucking name? Who does he do? Because that's pretty good too. He, who does he do? doesn't do Dolph, does he? No. Uh, who the fuck does he do? I always forget him. I mean, I, he's... He, he does good... Oh, Sloan. Does he do Sloan? No, no. Are you sure? Positive. Well, who other action stars would he do? Bruce Willis? Who else? No, no. Who the fuck? Who, what's his name? Brian... Brian um, Callen. Okay. Brian the Kid Callen. Uh, I, I don't know if... He may be playing Brian Callen in there. I don't think they're all doing... No, they all do someone. What the fuck's he doing? Price Stallone. And it's not Stallone. It's somebody. It's like not a. It's not one of the major ones. Price Stallone. <laughs> it's 
sitting outside the Starbucks. <laughs> 10.15. Hey, this uh, is... Friday night or Saturday night. If people are complaining, we've done... Every two weeks, we're putting one out. So, fuck you. I mean, we're... I'm not complaining. I mean... You're complaining. I'm complaining. Steve's we're, complaining. We're sitting at... Steve's, Steve doesn't count. I wonder what he's doing tonight. Probably just... I wonder if his ears are burning a little bit. No. Because he hates that. He hates when his ears are burning. Who does he... Who is Brian Callen doing, then? Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, and... It's another fucking blockhead. Probably Stallone. It's not Stallone. Oh, fuck. It's Stallone. <laughs> I'm going to pause the recording for a minute. Oh, I can look it up. Nope. So what's with all this Lego Bible shit? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a good question. It's just, there's a bunch of Lego st- uh, books now. Uh, that people build Legos in, uh, into scenes. And then they did one with the Bible. You're right. Now, what do we see? What else do we see? Lego. Lego JFK assassination. Exactly. Oh, yeah, similar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, what did you think of Kingsman? I thought it was great. Wasn't it fun? Yeah, and that was your second time seeing it? Yep. Yeah, the kid was great. Who? What's What's his story? Is some, he... some British kid. He's is he... maybe parkour guy, for all I know. Up and coming? Yeah. <clears throat> At the end of the movie. Colin Firth. Great. Who, who was the actress at the end? The princess. I recognize her. Uh, no idea. Machine Langoliers? Story.